The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. And I was very encouraged when Crefodola came for Wabek. Two of my points. Crefodola is into my son also. I'm telling you, two of my points. Because God gave me this before. He, she, those, there were like two of his main points. Usually, I'm telling you. You know, we live stream this thing now. You don't know who is that. They are listening to my son. <laughs> I was joking. Why? Well, I mean, it was. To me, this was just a confirmation of this word. I remember the first point, and it's amazing. After telling you, I called, initially, I called it. Um, underestimation. Then after I changed to precision, God gave me that word. And that was the word Kreflow to use. Precision. You need precision. If you're going to fly. Some of you are too quiet for your situation. And some people are too loud for their situation. While we are praying, I talked about Paul and Silas. The balance. That's where I'm going. The fifth one is balance. Anna, nobody had a voice. But heaven had a heart cry. In precision. You must never underestimate what you need to fly. Paul and Silas did exactly what they needed to do to come out of that prison. And God responded. And again, that's not an accurate way to say it. We say it that way because our vocabulary is limited. Before they threw them in prison, God had already responded. Their prayer and praise was just what positioned them to receive the manifestation. That's really the way it is. The Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world. Can I hear a loud amen? Number two, we've talked about this. You need to put God first. And these things are principles you live by, skills you develop. You grow in them. You must grow on how to be precise. The amount of prayer I need to pray. The kind of prayer I need to pray. We teach you about the different kinds of prayer in this church, in KTI. You can't be praying the prayer of faith when you need to be praying the prayer of consecration. That's precision. And that's what some people have been doing for two years. Banging their head. No, that's not what it is. This one is, you say, Lord, let your will be done. There are many things, it's, Lord, let your will be done. Two major areas, I've taught you this. I, I think we need to update our KTM manual on this. Because the main one when we talk about prayer of consecration is when you don't know the will of God. But when Jesus prayed the prayer of consecration in Gethsemane, he knew the will. So another time you pray the prayer of consecration is when you know the will, quite all right, but you're afraid. So go and start ministry. Ah, I'm afraid. How will I eat? Start this business. Hey, leave my job that I've been on for the last 10 years. How will we pay rent? You pray prayer of consecration. It's not that you don't know the will of God. You have no boldness to go to the cross. No boldness to handle the pain. Precision. God first. Major, major key. In many of our lives, God is not yet first. So examine yourself. Grow. Don't condemn yourself. Put God first. Number three thing we've talked about is learn the terms and conditions. 
fine print. So I'm using one word for the main thing, precision, God first, or first. Fine print. That one is a compound word. Anything God tells you to do, you need to read the details on how to do it. And number four, I talked about it a lot last week, obedience. You will not fly as a rascal. God will save you. Even the rebellious, he gives the aid of benefits. He makes the sun to shine on both the good and the evil. God don't say, I'm no sunshine for Muslims for the next one year. No, he doesn't do it that way. Mm-mm. No air for all the bad people, all the people that killed mothers and fathers. No. But he will not help a rascal to fly. The same God that gives him air, he will not help him to fly. So, you need to decide whether you just want to be getting oxygen and air and sunshine, basic operation of God's mercy, or you really want to fly. If you want to fly, you must learn to hear the voice of God, hear the story, and by His grace, obey them. Obey them. There's a phrase I wrote there that God gave me, ignorance fueled rascality. Some people are disobeying God because they don't even know. Maybe someone doesn't know he's supposed to tithe. Maybe somebody doesn't know he's supposed to give benevolent suffering. So he's tithing. But he doesn't give benevolent suffering. Or maybe he has had it, but he says, ah, how can I be giving benevolent suffering? I'm talking about that because that's one of the things you do when you're fasting. This weekend, give somebody at least a cup of water. Uh, you're not telling yourself, ah, I myself am on the welfare list. In fact, church just helped me to pay my school fees last week, so they're not talking about me. Ignorance, sir. You are ignorant. But when God gives an instruction, He gives it to everybody. Everybody. Both the guy on the welfare list and the one that is giving the seed for the welfare list. Everybody is to tithe, everybody is to give to the poor. I always talk about Pastor Noel's testimony. How he said he knew his life changed the day he came to service. And these offerings we teach in church, including offering for the poor, and he was still poor then. And he was still being helped by church then. But he gave a seat to the poor. Out of what he, he now had. And he said he knew that they crossed the line. May you cross lines this year in the name of Jesus. So some people is just ignorance. They don't mean to be disobedient to they either don't know or they have been wrongly taught. One guy told me one day God understands if I don't type because he didn't have a job and all that. Told me with his mouth. <laughs> God doesn't understand. That's ignorance fueled rascality. God doesn't understand why you're not item. Let me preach that to somebody before so I will know I'm in the right place. Let me let me hear your voice so I will know. And nobody say I'm the only one saying it. Jesus is not. <laughs> Am I in the right place? Let me hear your voice over here. Some of you are not saying it. I'm not hearing some people's voices. Who? <laughs> Does he understand? So, ignorance for rascality. And by rascality, I mean disobedience. Your, your life is not aligned with the will, the word, the truth of God. Again, it's not that you are going to hell. Mm-mm. But you, you need to learn if you want to fly. If you want to fly high. In the sky, precision is paramount. 
I'm, when we are talking jet engine believer now. Or else there will be plane crash every other day. And for that to happen, the pi- you can't have a disobedient pilot in the sky. They tell you, head north 45, east 40. They give you dimensions. You say, no, me, I want to head east 45, north 40. You will kill somebody. So they won't put that kind of person on the plane. Give him bicycle. That that one said bicycle is even dangerous. Let him just walk. <laughs> just just use your leg that heaven gave you. Stay there. <laughs> Before we start seeing you at LTV, it's lost and found. <laughs> Glory to God. The, the fifth one is balance. And I mean, so I've talked about precision and balance a lot in his teachings when he came forward. I was so happy. Balance. And what do I mean by that? Learn the scriptural balance of things. When we say balance, we're not asking you to mix faith with unbelief. Mix zeal with lukewarmness. You know, that's hot water and cold water. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> mix generosity with uh, stinginess. Mm-mm, that's not what we're saying. Meet love with hate. Mm-mm. That's what we're saying. We are saying your, your, your life should is the whole compass of scriptures. The whole compass of scriptures. So don't tell me in the name of faith you don't have storms and you start acting. You are not balanced. Let, let me show you this jet engine believer. This is how God showed me. Sometimes when a plane takes off, goes to the runway, and they're about to take off, because of the coordinates and when it's heading, the plane can take off like this. And it has to fly, um, those of you by audio stream, I'm tilted in one angle. So I'm not flying straight. And while it, I mean, if you've ever flown a plane, you fly like this. It's like you're driving on the road and the road is bent. But you don't fly like this forever. Again, those of you audio, I'm tilting. You just be going around in circles. Some people have been going around in circles for the last five years because your life is like this. After that plane has tilted for a while, when it reaches a certain altitude and it's now online, it will now balance. And continue on most of the journey balanced, equilibrium. Then when it wants to land, it can tilt again or do. So you can't just pray. And that's all you do as a Christian. Hey, prayer is not the only thing in the Bible. Some people have prayed too much. No balance. I'm just fast. After all, they are saying fasting now. So I'm going to do 100 day fast. Some people have died fasting 100 days. Now, at the same time, we have those that will not pray and that will not fast. And you know what? I'm just going to do self-help, management. No, you're not balanced. And you see their life like this. Have you seen life like this before? All the things the Bible teaches in the right measure. Balance. So you will see men of faith like Paul that still had to pray in prison. So don't come and say, um, I mean, uh, and we used to have those things when we were growing up. And in the name of confession, and in the name of revelation, that Jesus has finished everything. It's true, Jesus has finished everything. But, sir, Apostle Paul, you will sleep in prison at least tonight. 
Okay, not the whole night, for a few hours. And before that sleeper will have caned you, will have put your leg in stock. I get what I'm saying. I, I will teach it a bit more as we go on. But th these are things that we need to fly. Things that we need to fly. Let me take 10 more minutes. We're having service again tomorrow. Encourage you to join us. We are fasting, so in the evening we'll pray. Join Dr. K online, 1 p.m. if you can, 11 p.m. later tonight. And if you can't do live, do it on demand. Go to the Kingsword app or Facebook and just pray. Get those prayers into your spirit. And of course, all this weekend from now till Sunday, we are meeting every day. Tonight, tomorrow night, 6 again. Um, Friday night, we'll meet. The video starts from 10.30 into Saturday morning. So Saturday we'll meet and Sunday, of course, we'll meet in church. The designated days of fasting is Wednesday to Friday and that's all that's required to do. But I will encourage you to carry the fasting spirit into the weekend. Hallelujah. L let me close with what I closed with last week, Wednesday. In examining yourself. That's the word God spoke to my heart for us this new year. And he said it this way. You mean to tell me? And I, I'm asking us tonight, you mean to tell me you fasted and prayed and God did not elevate you? So you read books. I, we, we, we just read Hosea 6 today, 1 to 4. And that's kind of fasting, returning to the Lord, turning to the Lord. In fasting, we are turning to God, turning away from TV, turning away from as many things as possible as we can turn, turning away from food, turning away from sleep. You may just, just take more time to face God. You mean to tell me you did that, and you did it the way God said you should do it, and God did not respond. Examine yourself. That's what God is asking us to do. Not to condemn ourselves. And when you read, like what Hosea said, fine prints, Fasting is what, in fact, Hosea wasn't really talking about fasting, just said turning to know, but I'm, I'm using that principle of turning as fasting. But fine print, he now talked about learning. Learning. So repentance is not enough. So some people say, I repented, and uh, my life is like, you know, after you repent. I love that scripture. I had someone quote it earlier this week. That um, may, 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 may God revive us, but he now said, I'll, I'll check the reference for it, but may we not go back to folly. May you not go back to folly. So that means in my repentance, in my turning to God, and we are turning to God these three days, learn something. That's a fine print. Learn. And that's part of what you need to fly. Terms and conditions apply. And every promise of God, Isaiah 58, God said, rebuking them, is this the first, is this not the first I've commanded, commanded? And he put fine prints there. One major fine print in fasting and people is benevolence. In fact, that's actually the core of what God talked about in Isaiah 58. Benevolence. Lift somebody's burden. Lift somebody's burden. That's why we encourage everyone at the end of the fast, Sunday, come with a benevolence offering. You may be on the welfare list, sir. See, that we are helping you with your rent doesn't mean you can't give somebody 100 naira. Or a glass of water like the Bible said. Ah. 
And that's balance. Balance. The same Bible that told you, look at balance, so bear ye one another's burden. So someone can take that and say, yes, this, in this church, people don't bear other people's burden. The Bible says you help people. It's true. The same Bible also said, bear, each man should bear his own burden. So you can't pick one. A, a balanced Christian. No, there may be a season where they are bearing your body, bearing your body, bearing your body. So you are taking off. But we can't continue bearing your body, bearing your body, bearing your body till you die. You, you, you. That's not a balanced life. So there may be a season, months, years, where it's bearing your body. After a while, you balance. And we may still be bearing your body, no? But you've added the other one. Bearing your own body yourself. Or you now even to bearing somebody else's body. I don't have a problem with someone coming to this church and the church is helping that person with practically everything. I have a problem if you stayed here forever. I don't have a problem with you coming to church and you are learning and you are being fed and you are being served. I have a problem with you being there forever. Some of you now, you have been served enough in this church. You should start serving somebody. Don't move too much. They don't I'm talking about you. Balance. You can't just pick one, two, three scriptures that you like. You must pick the whole counsel of God. And that's when your life will be balanced. And that's when you can fly. You, there's no plane that's soaring forever like this. If you get lost after a while. God, that's the Malaysia plane that we are still looking for for how many years now? And that's why some people are lost. You know, I told you, I shared that scripture yesterday, and God said that's what he's focusing on. I have not come except for the lost sheep of the house of King's Word. Lost. In King's Word, though. King's Word, or Israel, or church. Born again, certified, ratified, born again. In fact, God has written their own name in gold, but still lost. And it's possible you can be a Paul and be in prison for preaching. But thank God this will only happen for a season. But some people's season has been forever because their life is like no, no balance. They prayed and they sang praises. Balance. The Bible didn't just tell you to pray. There are some times another part is pray, sing praises. You, you do the counsel of God. You can't say, because I'm praying, I don't have time to praise. You will quen me in that prison. Or because I'm praising, I don't have time to praise. You will also quen me. Somebody say balance. We learn these things. And sometimes exactly what to do, the Holy Ghost tells you at times like this in the place of prayer. You add to what you already know. Some of you need one or two or three things to balance your life. So that you can fly properly. You've been like this for too long. Again, those of you audio, when I, when I say like this, I mean you're tilted in one angle. You're too tilted. Too tilted. Hallelujah. So let me quickly close. We have to examine ourselves. So you can add, you mean to tell me you fasted and prayed and God did not elevate? No. And I, I, I said something powerful last week. Just mentioned two or three things and I close with that. And I, I really think this fasting and prayer, particularly this new year time that we are working on starting strong, these are the things we should examine in ourselves. First of all, are we really praying? 
Because that may be someone's problem. So you are not praying. That's the problem here. And you yourself, you know you are not praying. So that may be an issue for some people. You are not doing what God told us to do. You are not serving. Or you are serving, but you are not doing it. You, and you know. You have a conscience. Thank God God gave every believer conscience. Now, this latter part of purpose, vision, and motive, it's really for people that are serving and are praying and are sowing. They are not sowing. If you are not sowing, you don't have rights or expectation or even grace for harvest. Not, not that the grace is not there. You are not positioned to reap the grace. So whether it's the reward level, nothing, or the grace level, nothing. We have. Very important. Ah, pastor, I don't have seed to sow. Good, that now becomes a prayer point. Lord, give me seed to sow. You should first know that you are supposed to be sowing. Not be fueled by ignorance, not be practicing ignorance, spread rascality, telling yourself, I don't need to sow. After all, I'm a student. Ah. See, that's how ignorance spread rascality I'm a student. I don't need to sow. We started when we started sowing, we were students. You came to the wrong place to say that. Kingsword was a campus church. <laughs> you can't be telling us that in Kingsword. Maybe in Orthodox Church of Russia. You can tell them that one. Not in Kingsword. The vision was delivered to a student. <laughs> yeah, students. That's why you don't tithe. Ah, okay. Mm-mm. If you are praying, serving, tithing, and all the other things I say, obeying, and you are still not seeing results, check purpose. This in examine yourself, and a good time is as you are fasting and praying. Check purpose. God does all things according to his counsel. Why do people sometimes practice the things God says? Obey, serve, also. But yet, things are not manifesting. What you are doing, the what, that purpose is the what question. What you are doing is not in alignment. That's our, that was our pursuit this month. And I pray for you. May God help you to be more properly aligned to his purpose and plans for your life. Very important. I don't care the prayer you pray. No, no, to God that is all his works on the foundation of the world. God wants you to go south, South Africa. And you, you are heading towards Morocco. God will not power that move. You can pray all the prayer you want. Fast all the fasting you want. Sow all the seed you want. Take, get all the men of God all over and you have to lay hands all upon you. After they have gone, you will not move. Because what, where you are going and what you are doing is not in alignment. So you are supposed to be going south. The plan. The divine plan is south. South. You want divine elevation, you must be aligned to divine plan. So check purpose. Check vision. How you are doing what you are doing. Some people are heading south. Heading south. That's the purpose of God or the plan of God for them. But God said go by boat. And he decided to fly. Help God help you if that plane doesn't crash. How matters as well. You are, you are, you are, your what is okay. You are raising a supernatural army. That's what God said. But God wants to do it through the spirit and the word. Through science and wonder, supernatural. You, you are trying to do motivational speaking. It won't work. God will not bless that work. 
And that's you see some churches, five years on the same spot, 10 years on the same spot, 20 years on the same spot. Doing great commission. Great commission. Purpose. They are doing purpose. In fact, the guy is very clear about his vision and mandate from God. So he's in the divine plan. But how he's going about the divine plan is what the problem is. That's the way we pray in this church. Many churches don't pray that way. That is how God gave us to pray. And they are praying how God gave them to pray. You don't go to another church because they are bigger than your own church, have more money, have more influence. You now want to start praying the way they are praying. That is not your how. Let, let me show you something powerful. I, I, I will close with this one. I know I've taken just a few minutes. Habakkuk chapter 2. You are fasting and praying. Verse, verse 1 to 4. I will set myself upon the watch. I will ask and see what God will say to me. Then God told him, write the vision, make it plain. So when we are fasting and praying, one of the things God tells Jesus is vision. Make it plain that he may run that readeth it. Pastor T, this is how to Pastor King's word. I can't do anything in this church and expect God to back it up. You see, that's the thing. The only person that can confirm your word, sir, is God. You can't confirm your own word. And no man can confirm your word. If you are the one that said with your mouth, I have given you 10 people that can evaluate you. Will, those 10 people, if it's not God, you, you, you and those 10 people will raise the money yourself. But if it's God, oh, God will back it up. So he said, I will give you vision. That's what God was, Habakkuk. Habakkuk was saying, in that place of God, give me vision. I love what he said. How I will answer when I'm corrected. So part of what we do in place of prayer and fasting and seeking God is how we are doing what, we are, we are, we are, we are clear about the what, but the how. And verse 4, God now made a statement to him. Please watch this. This is what it means to God when you are going about what God told you to do, but you are not doing it how God told you to do it. Are you in Habakkuk 2 and verse 4? Behold the proud. That's what it means. If God tells you, go south by boat or by road or by foot, and you say, well, I have money. I will buy a first class ticket. You are proud. Even though you are in purpose. And there are many people in purpose that are proud. Behold the proud. His soul is not upright. That is not uprightness. That's rascality. His soul is not upright in him. But he just shall live by faith. When I go to South Africa on foot, on boat, like God told me, God calls it faith. Calls it uprightness. Calls it humility. When I go there by plane, because after all, I have a GT bank job and I can afford to buy a ticket. And even though I'm going to do God's will, you will protect yourself in that sky. These things are very important. You learn them as you go with God. You learn them. See, it's after you've gone through one or two years and you didn't get results. I've been there many times. We've been there many times. Then you go and pray. Like Habakkuk. Then God will start telling you, sir, it's because the way you people, the way you are praying, that's not the way I told you to pray. I love one story one of our mentors told us. Said they were doing a building project. Watch this. So how, how, how fine God can go. And they were doing the building project on letter L shape. Said and for why money just wasn't flowing. And then you God told them to build the building. And that, that one, the, the, the divine plan was clear. God told us to be the building. But the, the, the design. Then he said he went to pray. And God said, I didn't tell you to build it on letter L. I said, do it in this shape. Ah. 
So he said he told them to pull down. They had done so many things and they now started constructing with this shape. He said immediately they said, phone started coming in. Phone started coming in. That's how finicky God can get to. I will show you a few scriptures and I close. That's how finicky God can get. It's not enough that you are building the building. God told you to build. You have the what? Okay, the building. How are you building the building? The vision I gave you. I want it built on D. You can't build on L. You will finance it yourself. Even though it's the building I told you to go and build. This applies to your personal life. I'm not just talking ministry here. I hope you know this is not school of ministry I'm doing. This is school of life. How God wants to finance your family, you have to get clear. You just can't do anything. And you're saying you're working with God. No, God doesn't just do anything. Mm -mm. I'm telling you this why many Christians pray and don't see results. Fast and don't get results. Give and don't get results. And some of them are in purpose. They are in the will of God. It's how they are going about the will that is the problem. Three examples from scripture and I close. Stand on your feet so you will encourage me to close very quickly. No. And also so that I can enter your spirit very well. What I'm saying. So please, these three days as you are fasting, examine purpose in those areas where it seems as if it's not working. As I've said, there are only two kinds of answers you will get. If you can get continue, you're only a Joseph in prison. It's not yet the set time. By God's grace, I'll be able to talk about set time on Friday during the vigil. That's one answer. And the other answer is, I told you to build or to sing. I told you to sing on Kiki. You are singing on Kiki. You will anoint that song yourself. At the moment you switch to Kiki, the anointing will fall. Some of them will think I'm joking the way I'm saying it. Well, I'm telling you the truth. You know I've been doing this thing for 20 years. Watch this scripture. Uh, this is one scripture I've been reading to you. Acts 26. Write it down or note it down. About Paul. When he finished describing the vision and he mentioned five or six things, God told specifics. Therefore, verse 19, Kling Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So when God gives you a ministry of opening eyes and you now convert it to a miracle ministry because miracle is what is raining in your day, you will be disobedient and we won't hear about you because God's plan was for you to write the Bible. That's why we are still talking about Paul. His, his mission was to open eyes, bring revelation. Not to do miracles. The miracles may come by the side. You know why we are, Paul is still relevant? He wasn't disobedient to the opening of eyes ministry God gave him. That is how God gave him to do his own ministry. He listed those things. And something else Paul was saying here, that phrase is a very interesting phrase. Disobedient to the heavenly vision. I believe Paul was referencing Moses and referencing Noah. Because that phrase he used, it sounds like what God told Noah and Moses. So the other two other references in church. Genesis chapter 6. Please, when you get home, go and read Genesis chapter 6. That's when God called Noah to build an ark. And read how detailed what God told him. Use gopher wood. God help Noah. If you use this plywood, he will sink inside that. This measurement, that measurement, that finicky. Finicky detail. So it's not enough to build a boat, sir. Use the wood God tells you to use. Is someone hearing what I'm saying? 
It's not enough to be married, though. Rudu the marriage the way God tells you to do the marriage. And there is general, we are going to talk about marriage and relationship. This is why some people say marriage. God will tell you, this is your wife, this is how you should handle it. You better build according to that vision. Vision is vital. Where vision is lost, it can be trouble, even though you are in purpose. So look at this, what they told us about now at the end of it. The last verse, Genesis 6.22. Please read Genesis 6, particularly from verse 13. Someone will not hear assignment now. And read, read the detail. How God told him, do this, do this, do this, do this. This where some of us are missing God. Though. We are in the purpose of God. I mean, you are called to sing, we know. You are called to preach, we know. But the singing and preaching is not adding value to your life. Why? You are praying, no? You are not someone that is in purpose that doesn't pray. You are not someone in purpose that doesn't serve. Mm-mm. It may be the way you are going about your assignment. You are using plywood. And God said, I want you to use gopher wood. If I'm making sense to you, shout hallelujah. So you use times of fasting and prayer to get correction. Genesis 6.22 says, Thus Noah did what God called him to do. That's what they are referring to. According to all that God commanded him, so he did. That's what Paul was trying to. I wasn't meant to the heavenly vision. According to the, I, I did the ministry like God. That's why I can tell you what God told me to do. To open their eyes. To bring them from darkness to light. I read false apostles. Those things he said there were what he was writing in his letters. That they may turn from power of Satan to God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins. That they may receive it. Five things. I wasn't disobedient. Noah was not according to all God. So he just didn't build an ark. Hello, somebody. Some of us are building ministries, building marriages, building careers, but not according to all that God told us to do. So that's why sometimes the money dries up. And there's no favor. And they will prophesy elevation. And some people don't see the elevation. So this is to help you. Just check. And in the place of checking, you can only get two answers. Sir, it's only set time. You are a Joseph in prison. Continue. My friend, that you started doing some things I didn't send you to do. So make a U-turn. Don't go there. I will tell you something. When I became director of operations, God told me, don't befriend certain people. Don't go close to them. Friends of the ministry. Don't go. He said, they have their own ministry. You don't have a ministry. They shouldn't be your close friends. Don't go close to them. I don't think the victories I've seen in life and ministry seven years later, God reminded me, this is 70 years later. If I had done that. Build according to how God tells you. He says, don't go near them. Don't go near them. Let me give you an example of Moses. So, read Exodus. This one is very long. You even sleep while you're reading it. When you wake up, continue the reading. 23, uh, I mean, 23, 24, 25. It's about seven chapters. God was telling Moses how to build the tabernacle. I think from about 23, 24. It's about three, four chapters. As your neighbor, you see here. You see here. I see. I'm closing. Don't worry. I'll soon release you. We are fasting and praying anyway. Praise God. The cloth iron and kosher wear. The lamp stand. How they should be. Then this how they many times. In fact, God told Moses and the people three times. Exodus 25 40. That Moses only you. I myself, that's why I slept and I was reading it. So, but continue. It will help you. 
Again, particularly if you're already praying, serving, sowing, and I'm not saying harvest. You need stories like this. I got up Sunday morning, Saturday night, Pastor Inda and I agreed this is what we are going to sow for Thanksgiving. Got up Sunday morning, God told me that don't sow that for Thanksgiving. It's too much. Too much. Not too much. Too... <laughs> you don't know how finicky God can be. Cut it down. Sow one-fifth for that Thanksgiving. This is the offering I want you to give. You told me you're that one. You just can't give any offering, sir. That's maybe why I'm not seeing harvest. Just give any What he, he read, and this is not the first time, this is the second time, this is not the third time God has done that for me. Sometimes he will increase it, sometimes he will reduce it. Imagine me out of zeal. Ah, God, I can't reduce the offering. I bind the devil. You will create the harvest yourself. So some people give and less than you don't see harvest. I learned this kind of things after that year that I said I gave one million and nothing happened. That I was almost angry with God. Then in the place of prayer, God started showing me things like this. You just don't give any help. Don't give any help. Some people have given money they should have used for their children's school fees. Trying to bribe God to bring quicker best. No, that's not how it works. You give at your level. And God can also do that. That's the third one. Motive. Your heart. Ah. You are not giving out of love. You are giving, trying to impress God. You can't impress God. You can't serve to impress God. You can't, give, you can't pray to impress God. Uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. You, you do what? According to the pattern. Look, this is what they told Moses. Exodus 25, 40. See to it. Let me tell somebody, see to it. After God told him, if you see the... Um, Noah's one was one chapter. Moses' own was like four chapters. Paul's own was just five statements or summarized five statements. But Noah's own was not up to a chapter, like half a chapter. Moses' own was like five, six, I mean, three, four chapters. I think Exodus 23 to like Exodus 26 or so. Exodus 25, 40. See to it that you make them according to the pattern which was showing you from the mountain. Say with me, according to the pattern. Give according to the pattern. Serve according to the pattern. Pray according to the pattern. Obey according to... Don't just build any act for God. That's how God said you should build that. Mm-mm. Exodus 26.30 And you shall raise up the tabernacle according to the pattern which you have shown on the, you have shown on the mountain. Ask our music team. I'm very selective about the kind of songs we sing in this church. According to the pattern, I'm selected about the sermons I preach. According to those are the ones God confirms. I'm selected about the ministers we bring. According to the pattern, according as this vision, it's not enough to be doing it. You are building tabernacle quite all right, but see, you shall raise up the tabernacle anyhow. Mm-mm, just do tabernacle. Mm-mm. According to the pattern you were shown on the mountain. So there must be time where God showed you something on the mountain. That's a big lesson on its own. Where there's no vision, people perish. So we must get vision. But that's not even my focus. Now I'm saying that whatever you are doing, make sure it's according to the vision God gave you. If you want God's blessing on it, who is rather than God's blessing on it? Look at the third example here. This is the last one I'm giving you, please. I know I've taken your time. But you need to carry it. God told me to carry this into these three days of prayer. Some of you will hear things 
learn things that God will bring into your life. And by this time tomorrow, you are seeing manifestations already. Only three people are interested. Praise God. Watch this one. This is the one that got to me the most. Numbers chapter 8. Still talking about the same story. You know, Numbers, Exodus, Deuteronomy, many of them, they were saying the same story. Now, this workmanship of, please watch this, lampstand. <laughs> we are not talking about the entire tabernacle. The lampstand. I'm showing you how finicky God can get. The lampstand. Somebody say lampstand. Do you know what lampstand is? Let, let me get to um, light. But this one we put it on the table. The lampstand was hammered gold. From its shaft to its flowers, it was hammered work. According to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moses. So he made the lampstand. So they built like God told them to build. The same thing Solomon did. Then when they gathered to worship, the power of God fell and nobody could minister. Some places the power of God doesn't fall. It's God they are worshiping, they are not calling Buddha. But they are not doing it according to pattern. So they pray, 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 pray. God doesn't fall. Worship, 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 worship. God doesn't fall. Why? You are to build on letter D. Lampstand hammered with gold. You are doing lampstand made from wood. You will anoint that service yourself. And that's what God will do. He will just withdraw. Hoping that you can come to your senses. Because it's pride. It's just veiled pride. And when you are like Habakkuk, you are praying, fasting like we are doing, this is where you are missing it. Sir. I'm not a father that can't hear. Or my arm is short. I'm deliberately withholding that anointing from falling because you didn't do it according to the pattern. And when you are sincere enough and you come and humble yourself, I will tell you what you need to correct. That pastor said when they, he said they pulled down, they had spent money. They pulled down. There's another one he said that they wanted to buy a jet. They had paid for some jet. I said we lost a lot of money. He now called his mentor and said, I said, no, don't buy that jet. That's not it. He said, God, no, don't worry. They said we can't refund the money. Don't worry. It's, you know some, some things you buy. It's not refundable. Don't worry. Lest we go and start flying jet and they now say it crashed in the sky. I've heard of pastors that their planes crashed in the sky. According to pattern. Maybe. I'm not God. I don't know what happened. But this one I know. When you build according to the pattern, the fire will fall. And when you are not disobedient to the heavenly vision, 2,000 years after, we'll be preaching your notes. What we call Bible is false notes. notes. But it was notes according to pattern. You didn't say that, ah, God, I'm not going to write Bible. No. He was writing notes in prison. That's what you are calling Bible. But he wrote according to the vision. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Say these three days. Father, help me. With purpose, the what question? Vision, the how question. And motive. The why question. I need to close. Come on, leave those hands. Talk to him. While you are praying, just get your tithes and your offerings ready. And let that phrase run through your heart these three days according to pattern. 
according to pattern. According to pattern. Not disobedient to the heavenly vision. It's not just enough to be doing ministry. We must do it according to the heavenly vision. If there's one thing Dr. K takes very seriously is these things. And I think this is what has helped us in these last 20 years. That's why they will give us cathedral in Chicago. And the money to do the cathedral. Because you are doing it according to pattern. Please learn this for your personal life. Learn the, I, God told me reduce the offering. I'm your pastor. I know I want big offering in church. But it's more important for me to teach you to be obedient to what God is asking you to sow than to be encouraging you to be bringing big, big money. You don't worry about big money. God said, I have raised at least 10 people. That's what you mean. 10 people. <coughs> 10 people. Like individually. So I don't have to pressure anybody. Go to ask. One fifth of what I wanted to give, sir. What my wife and I agreed to give. One fifth. I'm telling you. Now, balance. There's another city told us to sow. But you see, according to pattern. You know, when you do those things, your heart is at rest. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.